money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. The ash cash show. Ash cash show. The ash cash show. Ash cash show. The ash cash show. Show show show. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. Welcome to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure you go to the AshCashShow.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to AshCashTV.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, appreciate Ramaya for the badge love. Um, yo, so 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 behind the scenes, behind the scenes, um, you know, you know, fast shop the wheels of ghosts, the multimillionaire. So one one of one of the multimillionaires on the live. Was like, yo, everybody think I'm a, you know, butterfly thoughts. Thank you for the badge love. Um, you know, he was like, yo, everybody think I'm a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you are. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, you are. Uh, but then it, it made me remember something that uh, I was, I was watching um, Jim Rohn. Well, I was watching Brian Tracy, and he was quoting Jim Rohn, um, and he was saying something to the effect of, "Appreciate you, three D apparel." He was saying something to the effect of, "Thank you, my." Um, he was saying something to the effect like, yo, you don't become um, a millionaire when the money hits your account. You have to be like ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Digital Glow Consulting. Uh, appreciate the badge love. You don't like that status doesn't really happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, it really doesn't happen when you actually hit that, you know, that status. Uh, it, it happens in, in the mindset first, right? Um, and then once it happens in the mind, um, then it starts to become, it comes to fruition. So I get, I give you, you know what I mean? Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a, um, you know, a, a real life example. Cause we've all done it before, but we don't realize it. We don't realize it, but we've all been forced into, um, you know, we all been forced into our next level. Right. Um, and, the problem is, you know, we've been, we've been forced by other people, but we need to force ourselves. And when I say force, I'm just saying change your mindset, right? So I give you a prime example. I give you a prime example. Um, most of us, you know what I mean? Uh, there, there's a few that went to one school and they stayed in the same school the whole time, right? But most of us, there's a transition, right? There's a transition to like... Um, you know, from elementary school, right? From elementary school, um, we transition into uh, middle school, right? From middle school, uh, we may transition into junior high school. From junior high school, we transition into high school, right? So what happens? What happens? When we're in, like, so, I, so I, I'll tell you, I went to PS92, uh, right? I went to PS92. Um, INTC, thank you for the badge love. We're CJ, thank you for the badge love. So I went to PS92, right? When I graduated out of the sixth grade in PS92, right? Um, I I was I was going to IS195. So what did I do, right? Did I did I go from PS92 to IS Intermediate School? I think is, is what they call it in New York. Did I go from PS92 to IS195? Acting the same way that I did in, in, in elementary school. Absolutely not. You know why? Because there were people, oh, it's a bar. There were people 
who went to IS-195, who kind of told me like, yo, this is how you're supposed to act when you go to junior high school. And so I went to junior high school. I've never been there before, right? I've never been there before. But I, but I went to junior high school acting in in the way that I thought that everybody was telling me to act. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was telling me to act in junior high school, right? And same thing. So 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 the first first year I was trying to figure it out. First year I was trying to figure it out, and then eventually I was like, all right, I got the hang of this. And so now I'm in junior high school. Now seventh, eighth grade, I'm popping. I'm doing my thing, right? So then. I'm about to graduate from junior high school to high school. And guess what happens at that point? Everybody, everybody is, you know, that's in high school is telling you, yo, look out for this, do this, this how you go, blah, blah, whatever, whatever, blah, blah. And that's how you um react, right? Like that's how you uh act because you're going from, you know what I'm saying? Uh you you go, you're you're going from um junior high school to high school because in high school you haven't been there before but that transition from junior high school to high school your mind is like yo i gotta you know what i'm saying like 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 i gotta go in this in this direction right so same thing in college right you go to high school you graduate so what's my point what's my point what's my point my point is that in most cases you can't go from one level to the next level without changing your mindset first to get to that next level, right? You really can't. You have to mentally prepare yourself, right? You mentally prepared yourself from, from elementary to junior high school. You mentally prepared yourself from junior high school to high school, right? And, and so by the time you were from junior high school and you went into high school, you were a high school person. And so however way you thought, that you're supposed to act in high school. That's how you didn't come in there. Like, you, first of all, you didn't come in there like, yo, I'm a senior. You was like, nah, I'm, yo, I'm going in there. And my, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a soft, I'm a, I'm a freshman now. There's people, oh, right, let me learn. Bah, 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 bah. But you got your mind right. And so when we go from one financial status to the next financial status, there has to be a, a mental shift, right? Because I know that when I transitioned from being uh, an employee to a full-time entrepreneur, I had to shift my mindset. I couldn't really keep doing the things that I would normally do as an employee. I had to switch my mindset to become an entrepreneur. When I was when I made my first four figures as an entrepreneur, in order for me to make five figures, I had to be like it didn't happen by accident. I had to be mentally prepared to start making five figures in my business. When I, you know, made six figures, I had to be mentally prepared. Like you have to mentally prepare yourself to get to that next level. And so all my multimillionaires out there, you have to be mentally prepared, right? What does that mean though, right? What does that mean? Are you going, have you been around other millionaires? Do you know, uh, you know, how millionaires are, right? And so, um, I think, you know, and, and it's not just being around them and seeing how they are on every day, but, how, you know, like, like, what are their day to days like? Like, what is, you know, wh what does that entail? Because I think that's the, the mind preparation, because once you prepare your mind and then once you start to 
um, you know, uh, walk in that, that's when the monetary status happens. You can't just say, oh, I want to be a multimillionaire and, you know, you, you, you just put the energy out there and the things are going to come to you. It's really in how you act. It's really in, in how you, who you become, right? Who are you becoming? When you become the person that deserves a million dollars or, you know, or, 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 you know, moves in a millionaire status, then you have the millionaire status. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I always think about like, I, like, I, like I always, um, you know, I always think about that. I always think about like, all right, who, you know, uh, who, who has a monetary status that I, that I'm looking to reach and how, how do they move? You know, and I study that person. I study that person. I talk, you know, I, I don't talk to the person, but like, I mean, I do, but not face to face. Right. Um, you know, I mean, if you, if you, if you read, uh, think and grow rich, you understand what I'm saying, where you have masterminds. Like I've had conversations with, you know, Steve Harvey and Jay-Z and, you know, you know, the, you know, Oprah, like I've had conversations with them. They don't know it, but I've had conversations with them because I'm like, all right, how, how is this person moving? How is that person moving? Um, and, and I take a little piece of it all, right. I take a little piece of it all. And I, you know, I allow it, I, I allow it to uh, be who I'm becoming. And then now as I, as I'm, as I'm that, you know, all of the, the opportunities that I need, all of the people that I need, all of the things that I, that's necessary for me to move to the next level uh, starts to get there. So, um, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 you know, it happens, um, you know, it happens all uh, when you, you know, when you, when you're re when you're ready for it, you know what I mean? When you're ready for it, that's when, that's when it starts. And, and, and like I said, you, you get ready for it, um, you know, from a mental perspective, right? You get ready for it from a mental perspective. You don't get ready for it, like, just by waiting, you know what I'm saying? You get ready mentally, um, and then when, once you get ready mentally, that's when things start to happen. And so uh, let's do daily aspiration because this this actually, um, you know, this, this actually, um, you know, kind of coincides. Uh, Mo Wine, happy B day. Smash out to Mo Wine. Uh, happy, happy birthday uh, to Mo Wine. Leo Gang in the building, right? To August 2nd, Leo Gang. So salute, salute, salute. Um, all right. This is what we're doing. Happy Monday, my people of excellence. Welcome to the day that you continue to journey towards your best possible life. Today's daily aspiration is dedicated to being ridiculous. Question, why try to fit in when you were born to stand out? Unfortunately, because the world is so critical and afraid to follow dreams, it has created a culture of ridicule towards those who are courageous enough to want to be better than good. They call these people ridiculous, which Webster defines as worthy of ridicule, absurd, uh, preposterous, laughable. But what's laughable are those who are willing to just let their dreams die. Follow your heart. Follow your passion. And chase your dream like it's the last train of the night. In order to be great or greater than you already are, you must be willing to sacrifice. You must be willing to put the old you behind 
so that you can make room for the new and approved. This is an easy concept, but where most people fail is in not wanting to let go of what they already have. An ending is also a believing or beginning. Stop being afraid to end. You cannot try on new shoes if you still have the old ones. Take off the old shoes. They run down. They serve their purpose. Now it's time for the Louboutins or the Giuseppes or whatever else shoes that fit this analogy. Many people will label you, label your decisions to end something that seems safe and secure as ridiculous. Good. Being ridiculous, unrealistic, and delusional are the signs of greatness. It doesn't matter if they don't understand. Follow your heart and begin where you end. Nothing can stop you but you. Uh, I'll leave you with a couple of quotes. First one's by Ralph Sherrell, and it says, Nobody succeeds beyond his or her wildest expectations unless he or she begins with some wild expectations. Uh, next quote, which is an unknown quote, and it says, Before the beginning of great brilliance, there must be chaos. Before a brilliant person begins something great, they must look foolish in the crowd. Um, last but not least, uh, Seneca, and it says, uh, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Um, yes, All right, hold on, real quick, real quick. Um, I want y'all, I want y'all to catch this analogy, though, right? I'm analogied out today. I want y'all to catch this analogy. Um, in order to, in order to get to another level, right? A new beginning is another beginning's end, right? A new beginning is another beginning's end. And what does that mean? That means in order to begin, right? In order to begin thinking like a millionaire, you have to stop thinking like a thousandaire, right? In order to start, start, you know, being a multimillionaire, you have to stop being a you know right. So a new beginning, right? A new beginning is another beginning's end. Because at some point you had to begin thinking like a thousandaire. You had to begin thinking like an entrepreneur. And so now, right? And I tell you straight up, in order to to become a millionaire, you have to start. You have to start thinking like a millionaire, which also means you have to stop, right? And so. Um, analogy, you go into a shoe store and it's time, right? It's time to put on a new pair of shoes, right? And when it's time to put on a new pair of shoes, though, you know, you start saying, yo, I love these shoes, though, right? I love these shoes. These shoes help me get through all these things and this and that and this and that. Right, like you, you are so in love, right? You are so in love with these shoes, right? Um, but in order, regardless of your history with those shoes, right? Regardless of your history with those shoes, how much it helped you, and all that, whatever. In order, right? In order for you to get the new shoes, you have to end the relationship with the old shoes, 
right? You have to end the relationship with the old shoes and now free your feet in order to get into the new shoes, right? And so for people are so, uh, you know, beholden to the old shoes that they're like fighting to keep the old shoes when there's a, there's a, a you, your feet got too big. So now you got bunions. Now your toes busting out. Now when you walk, it like these they, the shoes, the shoes that it served its purpose. And now you in pain trying to hold on to these shoes that no longer fit you. When all you got to do is free your feet to get into the new shoes. That's your perfect, your perfect size. Right? You got corns and all that. And so the person who you were, right? The person who you were was cool. But in order for you to get to the next level, you have you have to you have you have to become a new person. You have to become a new person. You know what I'm saying? You have you have you have to become a new person. Like 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 who you know who you were, right? Who you were before, who you were before is cool. It helped you. Like, man, it was great that you was that person. But it's not gonna serve you on the on the other side to get to the next level. So in, in the word in the words of my guy ET, you gotta let you gotta let the dream destroy you. Right? You gotta let the dream destroy you. You gotta be ridiculous. You gotta let the dream destroy you. Meaning the the you that doesn't serve you anymore. You have to hold on, let me let ET tell you. Aggressive people finish first. Let me let ET tell you. It is what it is. Y'all from New York, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just for real. You come to New York, I promise you. If you don't want to get harassed, stay in the house. I'm talking about you in New York. It, I'm talking about you in New York. It's 80 degrees. My man like sunglasses, sunglasses, bro. You need some sunglasses? I'm like, I'm good on sunglasses, bro. It start raining. He like, bye-bye. Boom, you want an umbrella? I'm like, yeah, I need an umbrella. You know what I'm saying? They don't be playing in New York. They got everything for everything. My man was like, I was listening to the podcast. I heard your girl got it. I got the Jelani on discount, bro. La, 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 la. I'm like, on discount? On discount, bro. Y'all are great. And it ain't like you like, I'm good on the sunglasses. No, bro. Sunglasses. These sunglasses. I'm good on that. No, bro. Sunglasses. I'm like, no, bro. I'm good on the sunglasses. You sure, bro? I'm like, I'm sure. Like, you just got aggressive. Like, you gonna make me buy the glasses? And so I had to realize I was delusional. I thought if you were a good person and you'd be right by people, that people will take your kindness and, and give you kindness back. But what I realize is sometimes in this world, the kinder you are, the more they try to play you like a fool. I was delusional. I'm nice to you, you're nice to me. Don't always work like that. Sometimes it's nice to me and I take advantage of you. So some of y'all, you delusional. I just need you to do me a favor. When you are delusional, you can never get the outcomes you want because you, the, your, the premise in which you're operating from is a lie. So you got to work from truth. And some of us don't want to deal with truth because it's so difficult. E.T., you dropped out of school. E.T., you grew up in a certain community. In order for you to be able to do what you need to do like a Tony Robbins, there's some things that you don't have in your arson that if you can just admit you don't have it in your arson, then you can go get it. But until you admit that you don't have it, you'll never be able to do it. 
I need you to be a huge favor. I just need you to be real. And the reason why a lot of y'all don't want to be real, because some of you would rather be in a line, at least have a line, than not have anything at all. You already know the reality about that relationship. You already know that job, you ain't about, your boss ain't about to cash you out. You just scared to quit and start your own business because you don't know if you're going to do well or not. You know you shouldn't. Come on, be honest. You know you still shouldn't be at that job right now. Let me see your hand. Let's just be real. Let me see your hand. You know you shouldn't still. Raise it high. Don't play with me. Raise it high. You still I shouldn't see that be question. at that job. How do you, how you, you let go? I'm going to tell you right now. That one day is going to be your day. That one day you're going to merge your job and your, your calling together. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to just leave. Oh, the dream will destroy you. Right? Let it. The first version of Eric Thomas would never be able to stand in front of you guys. The first version of Eric Thomas, the high school dropout, that guy would have never been able to stand here and help you. I had to destroy that Eric Thomas. That Eric Thomas that grew up in Detroit and had like that Detroit mentality, while I love it, it doesn't transfer to every community. I had to let, let the dream destroy you. Let it strip you. Let it remake and mold you. Don't be afraid. Some of you are afraid. Listen to me. Wherever you from, if that's where you from, if you leave, you can always come back. I promise you. I promise you when you come back, you can get right back in the conversation. Ain't nothing going to change. I promise you, whatever world you're Jeff, from, if you like go to other worlds, you can always go back to that world. Are you listening to me? Let it destroy you. So I was talking to a coach yesterday, NBA coach. Um, I've been wanting this opportunity for my whole life for a long, long time. And coach called me, right? Let it destroy you. And my 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 natural personality is for real, bro. I want to party. You know, let's let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I I give you this, you give me that. Let's party. We ain't, I ain't got necessarily exchange money, but let's party. So coach hit me up and was like, yo, we love to, you know. Uh, we love to have you come to practice. We love to bring you to the games. We like to have you on the jumbo screen. We love to have you come out and the crowd meet you. I was like, that's cool, coach, but I eat now from the NBA. I don't do, I, don't, I got, I could have been in any Alabama game. I ain't been to none. I don't do that, coach. I need, I need to check. I get see, like, see, I need this letter. Can you write this for me? I'm going to send it. Destroyed me, meaning that, you know how hard it was to send that letter? Because I understood if I sent that letter, that that letter was only going to do one or two things. That's what you're scared of. You scared. You you scared to get to the real answer. Once I sent my man that letter, only two things gonna happen. One, he gonna pay me, or two, he gonna say no, thank you. That's what you're afraid of. You're afraid to get to the real answer. You're afraid to get to the real answer. I let it destroy me, meaning what? Every time I do it, it's that much easier for me to do it. And what I had to think about was, yo, bro, if you don't want to pay me and you know what I do, then that means you looking out for you. Why? Because you getting a check. That's what I love about folk, bro. You getting a check. You making millions as a coach. If you really think I'm as good as you think I am, and you just told me what I could do for the team, if you getting a check every time they do better, then why wouldn't you give me a check and bring me in? So really, you showing your hand. What you're really telling me is you don't really value me because if you really value me, you cut the check. And what you tell me is I have to talk to front office. You ain't got to talk to front office. You're not Jews. So do me a favor. Let it destroy you. The, the version of you that you are right now is a blessing, but it won't take you to the next level. What got you here won't take you there. So let the dream destroy you, tear you down redefine you build you back up make you stronger right and so 
Uh, somebody, somebody asked, um, somebody asked, you know, how do you get rid of the old self? And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, right? Um, there's only, there's only two emotions in this world right now. There's only two emotions. Um, you either, either love or fear. That's it. Right. And so what happens is that, um, people, no matter how painful it is, I'm going I'm, I'm to use that analogy again, right? You got, you got the old shoes on, you got the old shoes on and they hurt your feet though, right? You know, you know, the shoes ain't serving you. They hurting your feet. You know, you know, it's giving you corns, it's giving you bundance, bunions, it's giving you calluses, uh, you know, you know, uh, no support, your feet too big, right? And you outgrown those shoes. Um, but you know the shoes, right? You know what you're getting with those shoes. Even a brand new pair of shoes, you may, you know, you may, you may not even, you may not know. You you may not know what to expect. You know, it's your first time getting this this size. Is this it's it's the it's it's your first time, right? And so there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are not willing to throw away what they know, right? They're not willing to throw away what they know because they're just unsure, right? They don't have faith. And so what I would say is uh, you have to have faith, right? You have to, you can't operate. You know, the reason why you're not, you're not getting rid of the old self is because you're not you you don't you don't fully believe in a new self right you you don't know you know and 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 to that i say there's two things there's love of if fear. you change your mind then you change your life there's love mind or right fear radio, inspiration and motivation and may, may, maybe jim carrey can explain this a little better that's Let's see. all the time more than humanly possible elevation pan another level fear is going to be a player in your life you get to decide how much you can spend your whole life imagining ghosts worrying about the pathway to the future but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment which are based in either love or fear my father could have been a great comedian but he didn't believe that that was possible for him and so he made a conservative choice instead he got a safe job as an accountant and when i was 12 years old he was let go from that safe job and our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. When I was about 28, after a decade as a professional comedian, I realized one night in LA that the purpose of my life had always been to free people from concern, just like my dad. What's yours? How will you serve the world? What do they need that your talent can provide? That's all you have to figure out. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart. And all that will be left of you is what was in your heart. The only one I hadn't freed was myself. And that's when my search for identity deepened. I wondered who I'd be without my fame. Who would I be if I said things that people didn't want to hear? Or if I defied their expectations of me? 
What if I showed up to the party without my Mardi Gras mask and refused to flash my breasts for a handful of beans? You guys are so ahead of the game. You already know who you are. And that piece, that piece that we're after, lies somewhere beyond personality, beyond the perception of others, beyond invention and disguise, even beyond effort itself. You can join the game, fight the wars, play with form all you want, but to find real peace, you have to let the armor go. Your need for acceptance can make you invisible in this world. Don't let anything stand in the way of the light that shines through this form. Risk being seen in all of your glory. You're not the avatars we create. We're not the pictures on the film stock. We are the light that shines through. All else is just smoke and mirrors, distracting, but not truly compelling. I've often said that I wished people could realize all their dreams and wealth and fame and so that they could see it's not where you're going to find your sense of completion. Like many of you, I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize that there is nothing bigger than myself. My soul is not contained within the limits of my body. My body is contained within the limitlessness of my soul. Once that button is functioning in your life, there's no story that the mind can create that will be as compelling. The imagination is always manufacturing scenarios, both good and bad, and the ego tries to keep you trapped in the multiplex of the mind. And if you listen to it, there will always be someone who's doing better than you. No matter what you gain, ego will not let you rest. It will tell you you cannot stop until you've left an indelible mark on the earth, until you've achieved immortality. How tricky is this ego that it would tempt us with the promise of something we already possess? As far as I can tell, it's just about letting the universe know what you want and working toward it while letting go of how it comes to pass. Your job is not to figure out how it's going to happen for you, not but to job. open the door in your head. And when the door opens in real life, just walk through it. Wait, your job, look, look, look. Don't, don't miss this bar. Your job is not to figure out how it's going to happen. Your job is just to open the door and 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 walk through when the opportunity comes. Hold on, let me, let me, I don't want y'all to miss that. And go how it comes to pass. Your job is not to figure out how it's going to happen for you, but to open the door in your head. And when the door opens in real life, just walk through it. There's always doors opening. They keep opening. And when I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. I really don't know if that's true. I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way. You'll come up with your own style. That's part of the fun. Oh, and uh, why not take a chance on faith as well? I don't believe in hope. Hope is a beggar. Hope walks through the fire and faith leaps over it. You are ready and able to do beautiful things in this world. And after you walk through those doors today, you will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Only two choices, love or fear. And don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. Fear is going to be a player in your life. You get to decide how much. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be 
is what's happening here. And the decisions we make in this moment, which are based in either love or fear, which are based in either love or fear. All right, so here, so here, here's what I want to tell you, right? Here's what I want to tell you. Um, you know, do it ugly, do it scared, do it how how it feel your feelings, right? You know, like faith, faith doesn't mean that you're not afraid, faith doesn't mean that you're not nervous, faith doesn't mean right, like 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 faith just means that you believe enough to to take the step, the step. Right. I, I, I don't I don't know what's on the other side of that door, but I know that whatever was on that other side of that door is going to serve me. Right. The good, the bad, the ugly. There, there's there's some decisions that you have to make in your life that you probably don't want to make. It's, pr it's probably darkest before the before the dawn. Right. But you got to do it anyway. So feel your feelings. Right, you gotta feel your feelings. I'm not. I'm not saying not to feel your feelings. Feel how you feel. Hold on. Let me let. Let me let Tony. If talk your to mind you. not right, then everything up. Maybe Tony will tell you so about about the different feelings you gotta feel. Along with mind right radio yep. How would you feel in your life if you knew? No matter what emotion you felt, you did okay. Am I feeling uncomfortable, or is that a feeling of fear, or is that a hurt feeling, or an anger type of feeling, or a frustrated type of feeling, or a disappointed, or a guilty, or inadequate, or overloaded, or lonely feeling? How would you feel if you knew in a moment or two you could instantly get out of that feeling, no matter how intense it had been? Would that be useful? Then stick with it, okay? Because I know this may seem a little bit cumbersome at first. Listen to me carefully. At any moment you feel any emotion, the first step you're going to always want to take to master your emotions. First step always will be to identify the signal. What I mean by identify the signal is figure out, if you're having a feeling, which one of these categories is going to. Let me say that again because I think you'll get this one. If you're feeling pain, it's a message. You need to change the way you're looking at things and therefore what they mean to you. Or change the way you're communicating your desires or needs to someone, especially if the pain involves somebody else. Or change the way you're behaving, the way you're treating others, and that'll get you a new response. That's in essence the basis of all these action messages. They're telling you, you got to set a new outcome and move in a new direction. Otherwise, you're going to stay in pain. And by the way, let me mention something to you. If you ignore a message, if you ignore one of these signals, these action signals, whether it be the signal of feeling hurt or fearful or angry or frustrated or disappointed or overloaded, that signal doesn't go away. It intensifies. You'll feel even more hurt, even more angry. It intensifies until one day you get smart enough to say, Hey, I got to change something here. I got to change my expectations, the way I'm evaluating this thing, the way I'm looking at things, the way I'm feeling about it, or the way I'm communicating what I need, or I got to change the way I'm behaving, period. I'm going to keep feeling this until I make one of those three changes. It's that simple. Next, once you've identified the signal, i.e. you've been identified yourself, feeling rejected, and what that really means is I'm feeling uncomfortable, or it really means I'm feeling hurt, or angry, or lonely, or whatever. Then the second step is, Appreciate the message. Respect that emotion. Don't make your emotion wrong. So many times we say, well, I don't want to feel rejected, or I don't want to feel bad, or I don't feel angry, I don't want to feel hurt. Don't do that. Appreciate it. It has a message for you. It means you got to change. Slow, but it also means something very specific depending upon which emotion of these 10 categories. So before we go any further, let me review with you what the messages are that each one of these 10 signals is giving you. You've already said that if you're uncomfortable, the message is simple. you got to change your state. Clarify what you want and take action in the direction of what you want. And immediately you won't be uncomfortable anymore. If you're feeling category number two, emotions of fear, whether it be concern or apprehension or worry or anxiety or scared or 
frightened or terrified, no matter what intensity it is, any one of those still are fearful emotions, and fear emotions deliver one message to us. We need to prepare ourselves to deal with something or to avoid the negative consequences of something that's coming up, something that's about to happen, a situation or event. Basically, fear is get prepared. Get yourself so you can deal with something, and that's a valuable message, isn't it? Now, the problem is what most of us do is we get fearful, and we don't take the message. We either try to deny the fear and act like we're real strong, and all it does is get stronger and stronger. Or worse, we just surrender the fear. We don't get the message. All we do is we get caught up in the emotion, and we get more and more scared, and we amplify it. And we start thinking of the worst that can happen rather than figuring out, okay, what do I need to do to be prepared to avoid the negative consequences and make this work? For example, people have fear of failure. That's a valuable fear. It's saying get prepared so you won't fail. The third category of emotion, those of hurt feelings, give us a signal and a message that says, you have an expectation that's not been met and you have a feeling of loss. I.e., you expected somebody to keep their word and they didn't, that hurt your feelings. Or you expected someone never to share something that you told them privately and you told somebody else. And now you feel hurt. You feel a sense of loss of intimacy with them or loss of trust. And that sense of loss is what creates that feeling of hurt inside of us. What do we need to do? It tells us immediately. We have to evaluate, is there really a loss here? Again, do we need to change our perception? Maybe you just didn't communicate to this person that when you told him this, you wanted him to keep this information private. Maybe you haven't lost anything. Maybe you just have to change your way of communicating your needs or, again, change your behavior. The next category is anger. That's the fourth category. And, again, emotions like irritation or feeling livid or furious or enraged or resentful, all of these fit into this category. Any of these emotions are simply signals giving you a message, and the message here is that an important rule that you have in your life has been violated by someone else or maybe even by you. See, when we think something's really important and somebody violates that rule, we get upset about it. How we deal with that upset will determine a great deal how much pain or pleasure we really experience in our lives and how close we get to other people or how much we push them away from us. In other words, if somebody violates your standards, that's the message. What you're supposed to do with that message is real simple. Communicate that you have a standard. Communicate that you know it's only your rule. It isn't necessarily their rule, but you need their help. Or you need to compromise and talk You know, some things you get angry about, you're going to get angry about for the rest of your life. You better identify those things and realize that those are just your standards. They're not everybody's standards. And if you go around being upset because everyone doesn't live by your rules, you're going to be upset your whole life. So again, maybe you need to change your perceptions, change your rules, so that life is a lot simpler and a lot less painful for you. The fifth category of emotions, frustration. These action signals are telling you you need to change your approach to achieving your goal. Whatever you're going after, you're not going to get it the way you're doing it right now. That's why you're frustrated. You keep trying to get the same result by doing the same thing over and over again. There was a definition given a long time ago about insanity. It's an insanity is attempting to get a new result by doing the same thing over and over again. It'll never work. So you've got to change your approach. When you feel frustrated, just know, hey, that's a message. I've got to change my approach. I need to be more flexible in the situation. Category number six, disappointment. If you start to feel disappointed, that's a signal. And that signal will bring you a message. And the message is that you need to realize an expectation you had, an outcome you're going after, is not going to probably happen unless you change your expectation and make it more appropriate for the situation at hand. In other words, maybe you wanted something to happen in too short a period of time. Realize disappointment says you need to change your expectations. You need to change simply 
your view of things and come up with a more appropriate outcome big, big for the you have involved, the people you have involved, the situation you have involved. So that's the message. Listen to it. Utilize it. Don't keep re-experiencing disappointment and stacking it until you feel overloaded, overwhelmed, or hopeless or inadequate. Which our emotions we'll talk about later, but first let's talk about the next one. The seventh major Always category of emotions is guilt or regret emotions. Hey, when you've got feelings of guilt or regret, a lot of people say, well, don't feel guilty about anything. Garbage. Guilt serves you if you hear the message. And the message of guilt is really simple. It says you violated one of your own standards. And you must do something immediately to ensure that you're not going to violate again in the future. That's why you have the pain of guilt. Now, what most people do is they do one or the other. They either deny the guilt, take themselves out of it, and don't feel guilty at all. Which, you know, I agree you shouldn't stay in guilt. But if you just deny the guilt and don't get the message, the guilt's going to come back. It'll get you sooner or later. It's back there. It's deep. It's dark. It'll get you. So with that fear, maybe you should turn that fear into getting the message instead of being overwhelmed and again surrendering to guilt. That's the other extreme. People just walk around and they, and they allow themselves then to feel inferior for the rest of their life. They feel so regretful about what they once did. That is not the purpose of guilt. It's to make sure you clean up your act. It's to make sure that you don't violate this again. It's that you make things right when you screw up. That's what you got to do. Now, sometimes you can't. Sometimes someone has passed away or something's occurred where you feel guilty about something happened in the past you really can't change. The only thing you can change is your present and future behaviors. When you do that, you can let go of the guilt. That's the message it offers you. And again, when you immediately feel the signal, what do you do? You identify the signal and you realize, hey, I'm feeling regret or I'm feeling guilt. Secondly, you appreciate the message. The message says you need to change something. Either your perception or your procedures. Maybe you're feeling guilty about something you shouldn't feel guilty about at all. Have you ever done that? I really regret what I said. I was wrong. Boy, the guilt will disappear. Or change your behavior in the future. Change the way you're going to communicate to that person or people like them. Any one of these three changes, again, will immediately eliminate the guilt. And the guilt will serve a good purpose. hasn't it's kept you on track. It's moved you forward. It's made you a better person. That's why it's there. Utilize it. Don't wallow in it. Let's go to category number eight inadequacy. Boy, if you feel inadequate, those are any of those emotions again that make you feel like you're less than. Feelings of being unworthy, for example. Brooklyn May, thank you for the bad luck. Whenever you feel this emotion or emotion like it, get excited. Appreciate it's offering you a message and the message it's offering you is simple. It's saying you need to do something to get better in this category right away. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect at it. Inadequacy just says you got to do something. Don't sit on your duff anymore. You're feeling inadequate because you haven't done anything to be really good in this area. Now, the first thing you got to do is, as you go through this process is ask yourself, is this really an appropriate emotion? That is, am I really inadequate or do I need to change the way I'm perceiving things? Maybe I've got some rules that say in order for me to be adequate, you know, I have to go on the dance floor and outdo John Travolta. You know, that's probably inappropriate perceptions. You need to change the perceptions or maybe changing the procedures, which is, ah, I need to prepare myself by doing something right now to get better. One thing you can do is just go practice. One thing you do is go out and initiate some communication. So inadequacy is a message to get up and do something to become better or to change your criteria, to look at what you're doing and make it easier for yourself to feel adequate. You've probably got rules that are too harsh. Now, category number nine. This is one of the categories that I think immobilizes and destroys more people's lives than virtually any of the others combined. And that is a feeling of being overloaded or overwhelmed or hopeless or depressed. They all fit together. I use overloaded to make it sound simpler. So if you say, gosh, I'm depressed, you'll immediately feel much more intensity than if you say I'm overloaded. The 
key here is to realize that this is a signal. You feel hopeless, depressed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. The offering you is you need to reevaluate what's most important to you in this situation. Sit down right now and decide what is absolutely important, what's a necessity for you versus what's a desire. Write down all the things that are most important for you to accomplish. Then, two, put them in order of priority. And then three, take the first one on your list and do something about it. It's the same thing with depression, the same thing for being hopeless. Sit down and say, okay, instead of saying it's hopeless, I need to change my state, number one. That's always the message of all these emotions. Number two, I gotta clarify what's most important to me. Write it all out. Three, what's the order of the importance? And four, what's the first thing on my list? Let me go handle that. The minute you go handle anything, and you deal with one simple issue, your brain can handle it. As soon as you handle that situation, you will feel like you're in control of your world. You will not feel overloaded. You will not feel overwhelmed. You'll feel like there's hope and you won't feel depressed. Your self-esteem grows when you do something to take control of events instead of having events take control of you. And all you have to do to take control of events is chunk them down. Pick one thing and master it. The message is simple. You're one thing and master it. Too short a period of time. You're looking at the whole world and expecting everything to be perfect overnight. And you're feeling like you can't handle it all. Chunk it down. Here's the final category. Category 10. Feeling lonely. Have you ever felt really lonely? Gosh, I don't think there's anybody alive who hasn't. But what does it mean when you feel lonely? What is the message that you should get from that signal? I think the message is really simple. What we really need at that moment, the message is telling us we need a certain connection with people. The challenge with that message is a lot of times people take the word connection or the idea of the need for a connection with another human being and they make it into a sexual connection or instant intimacy. And they feel frustrated because even when they have that, they still feel lonely. What we really need to do is identify what kind of connection. Maybe you do need an intimate connection. Maybe you just need some basic friendship or someone to listen to or somebody to laugh with or someone to talk to. It's really important when we feel lonely to just say, hey, this is really neat. What's great about being lonely is it says I really care about people. I love to be with people. And I need to find out what way I want to be with somebody right now. And then take an action immediately to go in the direction we want. All of these emotions, these categories of emotions, are there for a reason and they're to give us a message. A message that something needs to change. Hey what gentlemen right now you're tuned into Mind Right Radio. Elevate your mind. Elevate your life. Alright y'all so so like you're gonna feel your feelings right regardless 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 I need you to feel your feelings um but the truth of the matter is that regardless of how you feel I still need you to move forward right? I still need you to move forward. I still need you to have faith. I still need you to, to understand that it's, it's time for the next level because why? Why is it time for the next level? Yo, it's your moment right now. Hey, yo, you hear me? We are running. This is your moment. Out. This is your moment. What are you going to do with the time you have left? What you going to do? I say that if you don't reposition yourself, you can miss the best time in this season. Because we have got to change the way we think. We have got to change the way we function. We have got to change the way we deal with issues. 
And the reason that you have to begin to reposition the way you think and the way you function and the way you feel is that we many times are stuck between the lines of limited thinking and limited people and limited ideas and limited philosophies. And there's something created down inside of you saying, let there be. You need to walk into a situation where you've been locked up and tied up and tangled up and say, let there be light, let there be healing, let there be books, let there be change in this city. You have tried four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different things. Each, you worked on 90 days or so and then said it doesn't work. How can you be a leader with a 90-day test? Of course it didn't work. You didn't stick to it long enough. You didn't fight hard enough. You didn't do what it took to win. And rather than to correct it and get it right, you walked away from it and tried something else. And for the last 10, 15 years of your life, you've been on the run from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, trying to make all this stuff work. Stop it. Stand still. <laughs> You have to have the courage to live with the pressure and the criticism. New levels bring new levels. You have to be tough. You have to be tough to be able to stand it. Shay, Shay, what up? It's tough for keeping your kids encouraged while you secretly worry to death yourself. It's tough for getting ready for a birthday and don't have a birthday gift. It's tough for not being able to get the light bill paid and the water bill paid. It's tough. But what do we do with these moments? Do we just have them and go back home and wait for the next one? Almost like junkies getting a fix or smokers smoking a cigarette. Are we just habitually addicted to moments without being able to take that moment and use it strategically to do something in our lives? You do not have to accept it the way it is. Somewhere down inside of you, there is creativity. We've got to break out of the barriers and the limitations and get outside of the box. Something's about to happen in your life. You've got to take it one day at a time. And when you get to the end of the day, you say, I'm not finished, but I've done everything that I was supposed to do for that day, for that time, for that season. Your season is shifting. You will be able to do now in a way that you have never been able to do it before. You haven't sung your best song. You haven't preached your best sermon yet. You haven't thought your greatest thought. You haven't written down your greatest idea. You haven't dreamed your best dream. Maybe you haven't laughed your best laugh. You haven't had your greatest day yet. It's somewhere inside of you. You're a miracle looking for a place to happen. You, you have got all kinds of things locked up inside of you that are about to come forth for such a time as this. The time is right. The stage is set. The conditions are in order. And something awesome is about to happen in your life. Don't let anybody tell you you're too young. Don't let anybody tell you you're too old. Don't let anybody tell you you're finished. Every day you wake up in the morning, it's a sign. The best is yet to come. Sheesh. This is my moment, and I am determined Sheesh. to The mind is a battleground. The Sheesh. fight is in your mind. Tell them how you feel. Are you ready? Are you ready, though? Are you ready for the next level? It's the time. 
preaching my sermon yet. You haven't Wait, hold on, hold on, one more time. For that time, for that season. One more time. Your season is shifting. Yes, yeah. You will be able to do now in a way, in a way that you have never been, never able, been able to do, able to do. before. You haven't sung your best. You haven't sung your best song. You haven't thought your greatest thought. You haven't written down your greatest idea. You haven't sung your best spring. Maybe you have laughed your best laugh. You haven't had your greatest day yet. It's somewhere inside of you. You're a miracle looking for a place to happen. You have got all kinds of things locked up inside of you that are about to come forth for such a time as this. The time is right. The stage is set. The conditions are in order. And something awesome is about to happen in your life. Don't let anybody tell you you're too young. Don't let anybody tell you you're too old. Don't let anybody tell you you're sitting. Every day you wake up in the morning, it's a sign. The best is yet to the come. The best is yet to come. This is my moment. This is my moment. Yo, this is your moment, though. I hope you understand that. The mind is the battleground. I hope you understand this is your moment. Are you ready? Are you ready, though? The next level. Are you ready for the next level? What's the time? What's she going to do? If you change your mind, did you change your mind? Mind Right Radio. Inspiration and motivation 25 That's all the time. More than humanly possible. Elevation on another level. Sheesh. Yo. Oh, uh, that's all I got for y'all today. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in. It's nine o'clock. Uh, you know, school started, so you know, tap in, tap in, tune in. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, you know, we yeah, we down south, so school start early. So fast shout out to my little guy. First day of school. Uh, Ramaya Trash, I appreciate the badge love. Butterfly Thoughts, appreciate the badge love. Digital Glow, Japan in the building. Thank you for the badge love. Uh, I am TCF, thank you for the badge love. Where's CJ? Thank you for the badge love. Our Cloaked Minds, thank you for the badge love. It's A Low, thank you for the badge love. Miss Reed, I am Shay Love, thank you for the badge love. Patrick Watkins, thank you for the badge love. Panther in Graphics, thank you for the badge love. Uh, KP is Rods and Vibes, thank you for the badge love. Witness to Elevation. Thank you for the badge, love. Brooklyn made 81. Thank you for the badge, love. New Fresh 114. Thank you for the badge, love. Uh, Dwayne Matanga, thank you for the badge, love. Stress Less, Live Better. Thank you for the badge, love. And Lisa Logan, thank you so much for the badge, love. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Um, thank y'all for tapping in, for tuning in. Miss Carol Mayfield Fletcher in the building. Salute, salute, salute. Um, yeah, thank you. You know, thank y'all for tapping in. Salome, uh, TT, thank you for the badge, love. Um, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in. Um, the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if it's your first time here, come back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Quincy, thank you for the badge, love. I appreciate you. Um, and I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Make sure I tap in with my guy, Ramaya Trask, for the after party. Uh, thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in. I'll see y'all tomorrow in God's will. Same time, same place. Peace. I'm talking about wet, wet, wet. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash cash show. 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 Ash cash show.
show, show, show. 